0: Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Press. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. What a morning it has already been, and the day is young. Wow. What a turnaround. And we're going to talk today all about – I was all set to talk about, like, the end of the quarter and the themes we saw and the end of the month and, and where, do, where do we go from here in Q4 and uh, – no, I don't care about any of that now. All I want to talk about is Merck, Merck, and then after that we might talk about Merck uh, because that is the story of the day. They're out with some key, key, key data from a phase three trial on a uh, a COVID-19 pill. Basically, the Tamiflu of COVID is 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 what it looks to be. Uh, we'll talk that about about that. We will talk after that if we can ever move on from that uh, about the Zoom 59 merger that is now dead. Uh, we'll talk about EV stocks. Did we have some deliveries out this morning? Lordstown had some more news. So we got a lot to get to on the show today. Uh, I'm excited. Real fast, um, Marcus Carter will not be on the show today, uh, and 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 what happened was his people. Had a miscommunication with my people. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, there's no way that Spencer has people. But I do have people. And there was a miscommunication. Marcus is going to be on our show starting next Friday. That, that's the plan. I've been assured that. So uh, you're stuck with the three of us for the rest of the hour, everyone. And uh, I'm fired up because we got a lot going on. So let's bring up Joel's charts. And uh, oh, actually, before I do that, quick plug. The next pre-market prep weekend extravaganza is what I'm calling it, is October 16th. That's in two weeks. That's in 15 days. Two weeks from tomorrow. October 16th, 9 to 1230. Extra and
1: half hour in there for you. Joel,
0: Joel was kind enough to make a promo code for all pre-market prep listeners and that code is on the screen now. It's BZ10. It, that looks like a an I on the screen, but it's not. It's a 1. BZ10 is your code. Premarketprep.com, BZ code code BZ10, and I'm taking that off the screen in three, two, and one. All right, now let's get Joel's charts on the screen and Joel, tell us about <laughs> this market.
1: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You had the old uh, North Korean uh, missile launch last night. And uh, that took us down to 4260. And then that blue arrow that you see there is when I woke up this morning and I'm like, wow, that that seems really low. Broke one of my own rules. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe, you know, risk 10 points, try and get long at 4270, right? You know, why not? You know, a little bit overdone. Wrong. We could always figure out when the Merck news came out. So we've rallied to 43.18. That's our average daily range. So the buyers are going to have to be super aggressive, but we've seen that before. Uh, That's what we're looking at. And the close will be a good number, 97.75, if, in fact, we do get down there. Crude's down 62 cents at 74.40, backing off kind of mid-range for the week. Gold. Down 350 after a big day yesterday at 1753.50. Silver going the opposite way, that's up uh, 29 cents at 2234. And Bitcoin, don't sell a sleepy market that's what it was down here at 40k. Now we're pressing up big moving Bitcoin, wrapping up for the weekend. Up 4150 at 47,765. And Ethereum futures are up a same on a percentage basis at 279.50. They're up 279.50 at 3285. Uh triple D. We were talking on the pre-pre-market show before you came on, and we were like. And I don't mean to laugh, Dennis, because you take losses better than anybody I know. And we're like, "Oh man, I don't, I don't know. I know Dennis is hedge. I know he does a lot of things, but it's hard to." That's
2: wrong, man. (laughs) Wrong stocks. It's uh, and you know how it goes is you'll have a run where you go 4, 5, 6, seven, 10 trading days. It's like, I'm just on fire. I can do no wrong. All the luck's breaking your way. It's like your longest stock It's upgraded the next day. You're making money there. All that luck comes around, though. And yesterday, I had a terrible day. I was just on the wrong side of news on three or four stocks. And I'm like, come on. And this is in my overnight portfolio. Today way worse than yesterday on the wrong side of all the news I was long Moderna overnight I've already sold it you lose 13 points on that thing because obviously the Merck news um, we know I like Regeneron it's getting hit on the Merck news as well because Merck's an alternative here now Big um, alternative. It, it, an alt- yeah. So let's go to the Merc news. It's what's moving. But yeah, I'm on the wrong side of a lot of trades today. So, you know what you do when you're on the wrong side, you're having a bad day? You eat your losses, you move GTFO. on. GTFO. That's all you can do is you just eat your losses and move on. This is where, you know, other traders, a lot of traders, newer traders will say, well, I can't sell now because I'm on the wrong side of it. But, you know, on my overnights, so my long term portfolio is different. But on my overnight trading, no matter what, it goes flat every single day, middle of usually around 10, 10, 30. I'm flat from all my overnights. So no matter what, no matter how it shakes out, not even if I'm losing like 10, I lost 19% on a stock yesterday. What do I do? I lose 19%. I eat it, bucket, it, move on. You've just got to, you know, that's what happens sometimes. You're on the wrong side of news. News doesn't go your way. You get hit the odd time. Sometimes it works in your favor. Sometimes it's not. Worst thing you can do is just sit on those losers let them become bigger and bigger and bigger, and then that's where you have problems. All right, Monu is the name. the name.
0: That is the name of this drug. So here is the situation. Joel and I have been thinking about Merck. Merck's been off the quiet in the last year. year Dead much, yeah. Um, here is the situation. There is a phase three study going on with about 775 people. They they enrolled high risk, unvaccinated people. And what they found was if you give those if, if those people show symptoms of COVID and you give them this pill, it's a pill, give them twice a day, within five days of, of symptoms showing, uh, surfacing, you give them this pill twice a day, there was a 50% reduction in hospitalization and death just by taking this pill that twice, good. twice a day within five days of first showing symptoms, So the date, it sounds good. It, it was so good that they stopped the trial early. They've already applied for emergency use. The U S has already, um, ordered, uh, one, a little, like $1.2 billion worth of, uh, of doses that, that won't, won't be fulfilled unless we get the emergency use, obviously. But if we do, then it'll be fulfilled. Um, you know, Merck's talking. They're already talking about about how much capacity they have to produce. But yeah, game changer. If there is a pill out there that you can take that will reduce your chances of going to the hospital or dying from COVID by half, which is it was it was forty eight percent, so you know, basically half, then that's a game changer. That is a total game. It's basically what I said at the, at the top. It's the Tamiflu of COVID.
2: So. Question. I mean, this is good news. This is good it's news for I wish it wasn't on this day <laughs> I just happened to be long the wrong stocks overnight. But it's good news. I am still long Merck in my long term portfolio, so I guess I make a little bit of money there. I don't think it's. I don't think it's big enough for my Regeneron losses, but is what it is. I mean, this is good news. I mean, we want to beat COVID. We want to get back to normal. So what I anticipate happening today and you're starting to see it happen is a we real opening trade. Yeah. So you, again, you've got to take the information that the market gives you and then you make, you know, your opinions and make your theory for the day. Theory for the day, at least for the opening here, is likely reopening trade. And if we start looking, yes, Carnival Cruise Lines up 2.7%. You know, airlines, after they've been just in the gutter, and I mean they've been going down for three straight days, they're getting a relief pop. Deserved. Because if, you know, you've got another drug that's going to help along with this, get us past COVID, the airlines, cruise lines, casinos all need to get um, past COVID in order to get back to their business as usual. And this is a step in the right direction.
1: Question. Yes. If you are vaccinated. Yes. Can you, you still take this drug? Well, I they, so, they didn't right? test it
0: on that, but like, if you think about it like this, if they only tested on the unvaxxed high risk people, and there was a 50% reduction on hospitalization and death, then theoretically Anybody, anybody who has the vaccine or is not high risk should be should have even greater chances. Do you think COVID-19. the
1: non-vaxxers will take the pill, though? If they're showing symptoms, why wouldn't you? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just asking. I don't yeah. know.
0: Okay. So, oh, you asked about the non-vaxxers? Yeah. So, okay. If, if, if you didn't get the vaccine by now and there is now a pill that says that there's a, if you take it, there's a 50% chance a reduction of going to the hospital or dying, then I got to say I, this is not going to help the vaccine front at all. This is probably going to make it Oh, hard. This is
1: bad. Oh, this for yeah. the vaccine stuff. I mean, it, it's evident what's going on in the marketplace. But let's just let's just go over Merck here. Yeah. I mean, what a sleepy chart. We talked about this 70 80 70 80. Institu- I mean, the institutions are buying here at 70. They're laughing all the way to the bank. Um you got the move Okay. I I I've just I'm still upset at myself for my triple BY call yesterday. So I'm I'm not gonna do any more 15 minute calls. Uh but there's some resistance here just under eighty two. I know there's a probably a mound of stock. They're gonna have to fill all those orders through it's five, six handles, Dennis. I'm not saying it can't open up here, but it
2: volume's too high, Joel. Yeah, no, I, mean, I know. And, and here, here's the, you know, your th- this thesis works when the volume Sometimes. is like 500,000 shares on an earnings report. This volume is high. It's right 3 million shares already this morning. It will chew through. I doubt it there's will. like a million shares sitting at 76, 77. But, you know, I, I do agree with here's your a- theory of going to the book and looking at the book when the volume's lighter. The key, you know, is that in that strategy is you got to look at what the volume yep. is. The volume is simply too high it's going to chew through everything in the book so so yeah so um i i again i'm you know and and I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with you am i buying Merck up six bucks on yeah. this news no 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 i'm not absolutely not i'm long the stock but i'm not coming in here and saying yeah i gotta be long i think you're buying this you're doing it backwards mm-hmm. but I, I i do believe it's going to open up fairly high i think it oh open yeah over 80. It-
1: yeah. I mean, right now it is. It's tough. I mean, there's some more orders coming in, but I mean, to me, I, I look at the 15 minute chart, it poked at it three times. There's probably some more pe- uh, paper at 82. I don't think people pull these orders on days like this. I mean, they probably had a GTC out it, uh, you know, they, they, they want it, you know, GTC at 78, look at all those highs that you had at 79. And now you're at 80. So we'll see. I mean, it, you, the open's important. I mean, this takes out, opens up 82, stays 82, bid, 82.50, 82.75. Well, good luck to those that bought it off the open. The open's going to be a key print here because I, I don't see the DMM, you know, going long on the opening print, but that's not as big a factor as used to. But we got to talk about the inverse and Pfizer. I mean, this is not good for Pfizer and Pfizer's. It's almost like the street knew it. is the pre-market low. The low of the move so far has been 42.43. So interesting level there if you uh, are looking at daily support. Moderna hanging on by the hair of its chinny-chin-chin. That's getting blasted. That's at its pre-market low. You got to start thinking about the 350 area over the next couple days if this is going to stick uh novavax that's in the red too that's down 14 and a half sticks they're right at the below the decision. Vaccine makers yeah i mean it's it's bad news for them you can't oh yeah for
2: re- sure it's, yeah. it's not it's not good news for them at all i mean one is the vaccine makers you know if they're going to continue to you know, obviously pump up vaccines and boosters and everything they benefit from a continued pandemic so pfizer again <laughs> Remember Pfizer does so many other things. Like, yes. you know, I just still don't know how much of the revenue is coming. Obviously significant, but BNTX is more of the hit. So if yes. you're wondering why Pfizer is only down 1%, BNTX down 5%, big difference. BNTX, this is their this is their drug. I mean, this is their company, you know, for the most part. Pfizer's all kinds of other stuff going on. I still like Pfizer. I still like the drug stocks. I still like Regeneron. I'm getting crushed in it. <laughs> Bad call for sure, sticking in the long-term portfolio. But things trading as a reasonable multiple. Wrong though. Wrong. Like I. It was thought- a good
1: call, but oh, this it was the a bad call. Stock. No, definitely not. The wrong not. stock. I mean, you you thought you said that you, you, your 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 gut was that this isn't over, right? And that I don't know if you were thinking it's not over, it's gonna get worse, or someone's gonna come out with new drugs, but. uh Man, that's. Just, I just uh, thought
2: the vaccine, you know, the people who aren't getting vaccinated are going to need the Regeneron drug. Yep. That was my whole theory. Well, I just got just just put right to bed with Merck. I and mean, I didn't see that one come in the pill. So when I gave this theory two weeks ago and I was saying I liked Regeneron at 640. New
1: information.
2: Uh, yeah, it's new information. And now all of a sudden, but again, you know, Regeneron a lot of other drugs. I stuck in the long-term portfolio, one, because of valuation, two, because I thought there was a story here. That you know, if it continued, you know, we have people not getting vaccinated, getting hospitalized. Regeneron drug was helping now. We have another drug to help a pill, sounds way better, so that's why Regeneron's down today. All right, so
1: we covered Pfizer, Moderna, uh, AstraZeneca. Uh, right, D-
0: David Eisman, David Eisman put this in the chat. Uh, he was referring to the people that are on the fence of getting the vaccine, and I think it's a great point, right? I think the people that got the vaccines already they will get the boosters, no problem people that didn't get the vaccines, they ain't getting it. I think that's what the, I think the fence just got, there is no fence, right? It's just, it, it's one, it's, it's yes or it's no. And they're going with the pill. The, oh, for sure. Right. And, and there's good. no, I f- be like, oh, we were right. You don't need that vaccine. Well, well it, it it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, whether you agree is almost irrelevant, but like the people, the people that are on the fence are, the, the fence is gone. They're good. The, I think, I think those people are probably just not going to get the vaccine now. Um, uh, even though the you know the vaccine is more effective than than the, the data from the the Merck, dro- the Merck drug, the people that are not going to get it are not going to get it. There's a difference between a pill and a shot. Psychological, whatever. It's just it's easier to take a pill than it give, is to get a shot. Give
2: some options. For I mean, sure, gives for the sure. unvaccinated options. So this is good news. This is good news oh, for, yeah. the and, and for the world. I'm happy for the world. I'm happy that I own me shares too. of Merck. I'm not happy for my Regeneron, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is objectively good news. You know, they were talking to Scott Gottlieb on CNBC. They, they asked him, are we getting to a point where mm. more people, there are already these people out there, but more people are are going to be walking around going, yes, I'm not afraid of, of getting sick. I'm not afraid of COVID. And he was like, yeah, i mean, sure there are people out there now that are not afraid of COVID. But there are still people out there that are terrified of COVID. I think the people that are terrified that numbers going to go way down.
1: Because- uh, real quick, too, uh, gileads in the red, and I just I just looked up uh, Remdesivir. disappear. Uh, well, also they uh, they make Tamiflu. They, uh, have you ever taken that Tamiflu when you have a bad flu? Everyone dentist?
0: everyone takes it. When yeah, they- I
1: mean, so if. You know, if, there's not been as much flu, right? Because it's been COVID. So that that's why you have a Gilead. Well, gang- oh, no, yeah. Gilead
2: is down because of remdesivir, Joel. It's 100%. They have a, a Regeneron. They have a competing drug with Regeneron. So it's com- it's down because of the Merck pill. Regeneron down 3.5% because competing drugs. So when you have competing drugs come out, obviously those drugs get hit. Gilead has a COVID drug. Are less people for, for getting those the flu and more hurt. people remdesivir. getting
1: COVID? Less people are getting the flu too, so there's going to be less demand for. Not them. with a
2: theory, but I'm just saying. To, to this morning, yes. it's it, it, people just didn't wake up and all of a sudden say, "Oh, there's the flu." They're hitting Gilead because it's got room disappear, <laughs> so it's, no, uh, it's obvious, it's an obvious hit.
1: Uh we're up at the highs, folks. Forty-three eighteen. We're up nineteen and a half handles, forty-three seventeen. They're pressing this right into the open, it looks like. Uh not much up here. Or, you know, there was not much on the way down yesterday. Not much resistance on the way up. So what a way to start the quarter, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly right, Exactly right. Uh, you know who's probably not in a great mood this morning? Is, is Kathy Wood? Well, besides you, is
3: Kathy?
0: <laughs> Kathy. Kathy Wood Why? was was tweeting last night. She is not happy about the Zoom Five Nine merger being uh, being voted down. She is upset about this, but that's what happened yesterday. Um, assen- I, essentially, what it came down to was was the the stock portion of the deal, right? Uh, when you when you factor in what what Zoom shares have done, and the fact that it was it was a stock and cash uh, takeover. Uh, the, I think the five, nine shareholders were, were like, we're not getting enough juice for this. So, uh, and, and there, there's a big, a big proxy firm that, that, um, that threw their weight around, uh, I think in this, uh, takeover, uh, vote and, but it was voted, it was voted down by five, nine shareholders. And, and that's, that's the end of that.
1: You know, they're, 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 uh, they're, uh, they're pretty, um, they're pretty brave there. I mean, look at the move that this stock has had. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, it's it's hold, it's holding support. There's some super extra major monthly support at 150, 151 area. I know it's a ways away from that, but huh, I don't know. I mean, if they think I don't know what I really don't know this company, but uh I don't know. I mean, yet I don't know what the price was or whatever. They voted it down. I don't know how's Zoom trading on it. Well, so, so
0: the merger, so Joe, the merger was announced on July eighteenth, which was a Sunday. So July nineteenth was your first trading day uh of of Zoom and five nine of like post merger announcement. So so go figure out where five nine was then. I know it was higher. It was above oh, where it a lot is. higher.
1: Yeah, yeah, here it was on the nineteenth. It was uh, you know, uh, zoom was oh five nine you want to see. Uh, July nineteenth was right here. Got the pop. See, that's the thing, folks. And I, I don't know how many times we've seen this over the years, Dennis. You know, news comes out. There's a takeover. There's rumors, and you get the pop. And the longer it takes, you know, to to people to vote it down. Or, I mean, it's hard sometimes. Someone comes in with a higher bid, and you know. But a lot of time, look at that now. I mean, you had all kinds of time to sell that thing over two hundred. And now, what you hit the bid at 161 and a quarter. Uh, I just think that's just a general rule of thumb for me. With uh, I haven't had that many stocks have been taken over, but I think it started. What was that one merger that went on for like two years? Um, well, when we, well, we were downtown, um, right? I was downtown, it was in Pharma. Oh, it, it, uh, um, the wow. German company was taken over.
0: Bay, um, Bay, uh, was it Bayer and yeah? Been a lot of
2: mergers. Yeah.
0: Wait, real fast. I, I misspoke. This deal was an all-stock deal, not a stock and cash
2: deal. So it was a yeah, Zoom. Stock. I, I traded this. uh I traded this a lot. This FiVN versus Zoom, but obviously, you know, it breaks down. You know, and obviously, that relationship is separated now. So I, I don't know. Thoughts are actually, it's interesting that both stocks are rallying on on it. So I guess then you know, shareholders didn't want it to happen. Five nine shareholders voted it down. So Zoom's obviously not paying, you know, the premium that they, I guess, were paying. I, I think it was Zoom buying it, right? Like it was a merger it, of, of it stock.
0: Was it was Zoom buying it for two hundred
2: dollars and twenty eight cents. Yeah, well, in stock, so in that's stock. why it moves around. Right. So it, it, it's it's broke down. It is what it is. They're separated now. For you risk arb traders out there, interesting though, you never usually see when a merger breaks down, both stocks go up. So maybe this wasn't a marriage made in heaven.
0: But but also, as I pointed out, I mean, where was 5.9 when the merger was announced? It was at 160-something, right? No, yeah. 180? 190?
2: Yeah. Back to where it was. Well, we're, well, we're at it's one. Below thing. where it was. No, Here's gap-up
1: day. Here's yeah. the gap-up day. Yep, July 19th.
2: So, we're, Kathy didn't have a lot. I read Kathy's note. And she didn't have a lot of nice things to say about 5.9. No, she she was not happy with... with I don't with, know if she was not happy, but she was, like, saying Zoom's better off without 5.9. Oh, what was she? was saying. Oh yeah. Oh, and then I
0: interpreted... I thought she was angry that,
2: that... she okay. might be angry that the merger didn't go through, and maybe this is what she says after the fact, but it okay. was very clear in that note, which was a two-pager, and I don't think she wrote it, but she retweeted it out as from the right. company. Okay. That five nine that they she said five nine will need Zoom more oh, than Zoom yes. will need five nine.
0: Yes, I right. She said that, that, that part I remember reading. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think I, I think she was also a little bit um, better. Alar- alarmed again. There was this this proxy firm, uh, ISS or whatever they're called. That uh, this is like an issue that like comes up like once a year. I feel like, and it's like really really like inside baseball thing. But uh, when when these firms, these proxy firms, or even firms like Vanguard and BlackRock that like you know hold all these shares via indexes, and if they would ever like throw their weight around on like a corporate action, like a merger, for example, like oh yeah, like like should. Should BlackRock have all this power because they own all the shares? Because they have it all in the indexes. Should Vanguard have all this power? Because like if they wanted to, they could like get stuff done for sure. But you know, um, but they don't really throw their weight around, uh, which you know is is a thing they gets talked about in, inside of baseball. Not really, uh, you know, inside
1: baseball. Yeah, five five nine is a provider of intelligent cloud software to connect. I don't know. I can't even. Know. I don't even know what the heck they do. I don't know why they wanted
2: to buy them. I don't know what they do. It's so complicated. <laughs> okay. I don't know what half these tech companies do. I just don't know what, do, do. <laughs> got to know what they're related to. That's
1: I knew it I was an FIVE, so that's. I feel like I'm doing good on that.
2: Yeah. But uh, all right, what else? Spencer? Wow. Yeah,
1: it's
0: 825. We talked about two things. Do You want to talk Bitcoin for a second here? Um, I, I not that I I was looking for a reason. This one, not that Bitcoin needs a reason to go higher. Um, I know. Powell was speaking yesterday and, uh, you know, he, he said he's not going to, you know, ban Bitcoin, which, you know, is good. But does, does anyone in the chat know why, you know, what led to a, that spike uh, this it's morning? Just or was just, it... It's just sleepy.
1: It's just been sleepy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, in the tra- to me, it was just like people are trying to press it to 40, press it through 40, press it to 40. They couldn't. And then offers get a little thin on the upside. And. Does it doesn't need a reason. I, I, trading range, maybe we're heading back to 50 on this. Pretty down close. Well, 4804 right now. I just, you know, don't sell a sleeping market. That, that's I mean, the only thing I I mean I you about.
2: can go the same thing with AMC's move yesterday. Not comparing Bitcoin to AMC, but these are social media influenced. And, you know, AMC all of a sudden just yesterday, and you know, it's going down, 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 down. And the rip your face off rally if you're short the thing yesterday. So GME, same story. We know our relationship trade, those two stocks together. Um, And then you started seeing some of the meme stocks actually showing some life. But that was a wicked afternoon rally in AMC. I know, you know, media attributing it to apes not leaving. But, you know, and maybe that is the case because, you know, this thing is social media driven. Uh, But, you know, these these these, you know, when you have a stock or you have, you know, an asset moving down, down, down. Is always wicked spikes. It's, you know, same thing when you are moving up, up, up like an elevator. It's down and down like you know, or up like an elevator. You know, down like a you know, or up like an escalator, down like an elevator. It's the same thing. It's opposite when stock's going down, down like an escalator, up like an elevator. It's just the way they work. So you get these wicked spikes when you have these moves because obviously that's a counter trend move. All of a sudden, you are catching people and they have to reposition quickly. Chat the chat's saying that uh, you know
0: Bitcoin's up because it's October. I don't know if I guess I don't know enough about Bitcoin's performance in October to know whether or not that October is a good month for Bitcoin. I have no idea. Um, it is notable that a, a bunch of the Bitcoin miners uh, came out today with their monthly um, uh, mining figures for, for September. That's what uh, BITF uh, has some data. They're trading higher, but it also could be trading higher with Bitcoin, right? So, um, the theorem got a nice pop too? Not as much. Yeah. Yes.
1: Not, yeah, it's up 9%. Uh, These things never seem to pop as much as Bitcoin, you
0: know? You're right here. They do. No, no, no. No, the miners.
2: Yeah. What's the one you love? Oh, some of them pop more. Some of them do. Mara's up 9%. Riot's up uh, 7.59%. So it depends on the day. But I think that their beta is, I think they're actually pop. Usually, they usually move more than Bitcoin. And I think they can hit
1: more on the downside, too.
2: Yeah, for sure. They're, they're. I think they're. You know, they're, they're like leverage plays on Bitcoin. I don't know. And just
1: to me, it's like I'm looking there's MSTR
2: at MSTR too is a big one. It's up yeah, to
1: percent, I'm looking at this percent. at twenty seven fifty, and still, you know, I'm looking at it on a relative basis. Bitcoin is what ten, you know, uh, you know fifteen. I don't know. It just seems like it should be trading like at thirty four, thirty five if it was that correlated with uh, with pick maybe i'm wrong i, no, I, I don't term, know no long
2: term they lag like okay so short term they on any given day they have these you know moves but long term it's just like a valuation issue for a lot of these things you know you've had mm-hmm. higher multiple stocks getting hit riot is a higher multiple stock you so you go. have other aspects that are in play there and any stock and this is what you've got to you know, always consider. Like, I'm all about information, new information on Merck. But you're juggling multiple balls. There's multiple traders in there for different reasons. You know, what is happening? We've had a contraction high multiple stocks. So Bitcoin is one impact on Riot, but it also is impacted by the contraction in high multiple stocks which we've seen over the course of the last few weeks. You know, you can bring up ARKK to clearly see it. It is your indicator. Like Warren Buffett is your indicator for value stocks. ARKK is your indicator for high growth, high multiple stocks. ARKK has not had a good month at all. So that's giving you the indicator that high multiple stocks have been coming in. And we've been talking about the moves, you know, even like good companies like CrowdStrike, you know, getting hit like 20 points the other day. So Riot is a victim of that to a certain extent, too. same story but you know i i i i own the bitcoin you know and i own the ethereum and i've got the high blockchain because of our friend friend frank holmes and he i just believe in that guy i think he knows what he's doing and actually that company actually does make money right now which i like that as well a little bit high valuation but it's a way to participate speculative capital and high what's the symbol on that one again h-i-v-e Frank's uh, Frank on. on nope. our show. Like he, he just seems. He seems like man. one of the smartest people, man. I like to invest with smart people. Like when people come on our show, Michael Pactor comes on. And he knows his stuff way better than I do. I'll go with him. And you know, Frank knows all this stuff way better than I do. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and stuff. And if he's got a business that's profiting from Bitcoin and Ethereum mining. He's going to know a lot more than I know. So that's why I'm sticking with Frank on that. Yes, you're paying a higher multiple, but Hive's making some money. That, again, though, is a speculative investment. Anytime you're buying a $2 stock, it's not like a hardcore portfolio investment. It's speculative capital because $2 stocks can go to zero, but they you can know also go risk. to 20 Yep. Uh Look at Merck. Merck
1: will not give in. Look at this. That's uh, the story of the day
0: it's the story
4: of the week
2: (laughs) yeah so a stock that is that hot and gets the hot story doesn't just all of a sudden implode back to 76 bucks nope i it is it gonna stay up here or is in two days or next week we'll be talking about something different and will start to leak i tend to think it'll start to leak next week is it gonna rip up to 83 or 85 today it could i don't think it is it could again full disclosure it Merck is one of the largest positions in my long-term portfolio. I bought it back during the financial crisis and I bought it at 26 bucks or $27. I've sold some shares, but I still have a lot. So fully long Merck.
1: 81.60 was your yearly high. And boom, just like that, you're there. 81.60 was your high in January. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What's the (laughs) all-time high Merck? All-time high Merck was made not in 2019, it got to- Was it me? though? No, 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 no $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, it was- No, because I sold that thing in 90, uh, like 100 years ago. I, I have 96- Never it.
0: I have 96.69 back I, during- at the, the peak of- uh, yeah, I remember
2: and, that. Yep, you're right. I no, remember that. 21 remember years ago, we were still it. trying to get back to all-time highs.
4: Again, this is why you don't pay 50 or 60 times earnings for it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming, I wish I'd used Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility all at Indeed.com P-R-E-P. Just go to Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit Parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Drug stock. wow. Because when the multiple contraction happens, you sit there for 21 years trying to get your money back. That's why I'm a value guy. That's why I'm a long-term value investor right
0: there. Oh, wow, what a move. What a move.
2: 8175 knocking on the door of
1: 82. Wow, right up here, right at the high, the pre-market high. Spoo's got a little tire there, got to 43.20 and a quarter. As I said, we've already exceeded the average daily range, so a little bit of profit-taking here, perhaps, going into that open. We're just
2: chopping around.
1: Yeah, chopping around. 81.80, man. They're just, there's probably some shorts in that, some sleepy shorts here. are all going to bring this back in at 70, and now they're scratching their head. and whew, I don't know. There you go. Eight percent. Look, as win.
0: as we said, this is like uh, an objectively good headline for like society. So let's all take. Yeah, it for sure. I, I'm gonna. Uh, it's just g- like um, shamelessly tell you all. If you're in a good mood like me, hit that like button because I'm in a good mood. Yeah, Spencer, a just good
1: move. A, he's not he's long like
2: regeneron, so he's happy. Not, <laughs> Not long general.
1: you just yeah. don't want to uh lose that um 100 bucks to me so, so i am not very... gonna
0: lie to you i'm not gonna lie to you when i came in this morning and i saw the spy was at 425 or whatever 426 i thought and i look back at last week like like spy took was at, out the low. spy was at last week's low it was right there and i thought oh man this is getting this is gonna this it is, it is gonna be a it, really- out.
1: it took it out by 30 handles when uh, I think it was a little North Korea, uh, I don't yeah. know what the exact time was. But the question is, and I'm gonna ask Triple D, Is this a, a November 9th moment here? Do you do you do you put this up here with November 9th? Remember when that was when, uh, that was the day, when Pfizer
2: Pfizer? No, 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 not that by, much of a reopening because uh, that was like a game changer where we had no. We we didn't have any like we didn't know the out we didn't know how long it was going to be we didn't know anything and I mean we had a reopening trade to the tune of like airlines going up 50 80% in a matter of a week so no I do not anticipate that happening I think this is just a nice alternative and I think you're going to get a reopening trade today could the airlines pop 3 to 5% on this sure could the could the cruise lines pop 3 to 5% on this sure are they going up 25 30 50% on this I don't think so um, house of mouse though let's go to this because this is a reopening stock it's also a yeah. home stock i absolutely you know um i i, I like i've been saying with Ooh, disney plus hoo, i think hoo. they got problems with disney plus right now they need to figure that out but the parks this is good news for the parks no more good news for the parks disney Ooh. has been absolutely crushed which is why i'm bringing it up it is at critical support right now but it is lifting on this do we get a bounce off this support here joel because we got the whole reopening thing going Making the argument to maybe try. I, I
1: don't know. I mean, this is, it's, it's, but not gonna, I mean, you got a level, right? You got a level to lean on. And That's it what I'm down. saying. Yeah. yeah and, right I got, right. and I
2: got a catalyst.
1: And you got a catalyst at uh, 169.03. That was low. you hit 169.17 yesterday. So if you're buying it up, uh, you know, a buck 33, you got a level to lean on. Also on the monthlies here, uh, you had a low a while ago, one sixty-seven ten. If you want to give yourself a little bit of room, bit of trading range. So hey, you're at the lower part of the trading range. See if it can hold house of mouse here trading up pre-market high. Uh one seventy-seven. if you're looking for some more follow-through. And I'm sure yesterday's high, oh yesterday's high was way up there. One 17368. But uh, we had a big tumble in the markets. I I, I want to
0: come back to this. Jorge just asked in the chat if children can take the the Merck pill. I don't know, Jorge. I I don't know if they tested it on, on children. That's probably a whole separate thing. We, we may have to wait. Yeah. We, we may have to wait longer for that. I want to talk EVs for a second here because it is the every month we get. New delivery numbers from all the EV makers. We did not get Tesla yet, but I, I am expecting to, I must got it in the last two minutes. I am expecting to get Tesla's numbers for the month of uh, September at some point today. Regardless, we got numbers from NEO. They were great. They exceeded their guidance. That's all you need to know. LI, Lee Auto, came within their guidance. Uh, and X XPEV, uh, came in blah, 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 above their guidance. So, XPEV and NEO above guidance. L. I. Lee within their guidance. Um, that's that's the story here. Uh, also, Ride uh, didn't report deliveries, obviously, because they don't they don't have any. But Ride is trading higher today because they confirmed the Foxconn deal. They updated their guidance as it pertains to that. So a bunch of EV stocks trading higher this morning for for a couple of, couple of reasons.
2: Again, you know the news with Ride when they're rallying on a bad news. What is seemingly bad news? It might be good news, or it might be you know they've just got some hope here too um i the the ev trade the smaller ev stocks we talked about it yesterday morning is starting to show some life i kind of you know wish i would have bought more fisker yesterday i've actually been meaning to buy more i had the pullback and now it's up 40 50 cents here this morning oh, yeah. so not the day to buy it when it's up 50 cents R- ride has <laughs> i think it had a cap- downside capitulation of four dollars and 77 cents i mean obviously you know hindsight capital is twenty twenty. But, you know, we've had some bad headlines in the last month, and it continues to shrug those off and go higher. So where it ends up, who knows? You know, we know this. It could possibly go to zero. It could possibly go back to 20. We I don't know if Marcus is still in. It would be nice to find out if he's still in the stock here. Uh, but it's having a nice morning here. It's up 9%. It was up last night even as well. So Ride looks okay to me right now from a technical Nine bucks. Nine
1: bucks is pretty big. I keep an eye on Ad trading up 74 cents. Hit nine yesterday. Pulled back hard. You hit nine here. You hit nine here. So, boom. You did spike above there, but looks pretty wide open over nine bucks. And Ride. Uh, let's see. Fisker. FSR when we talked about that ride deal yesterday I'm like huh, they're selling the company you know they're selling the factory they make it it didn't make a whole lot of sense I I, I don't think we have
2: enough information I think there were because I know Phil LeBeau was on CNBC and he was explaining it and when he explained it it's like oh it made more sense I don't want to re-explain what Phil right. was saying on yeah, CNBC I, 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 put- I would butcher <laughs> it but I think there's a lot more to that story than just like oh they're selling their factory yeah. they to make cars it sounds to me like that they got other deal cooking it's other deals cooking so, you know, I, I've hated Ride for a long, long time. We know that. I hated it at 20. I hated it at 15. I hated at 10. I hated at 5. <laughs> I hear at 8 today, I'm going to say, I'm not saying I'm going along it, but I'm saying, you know, some of this stuff sounds like they're figuring some stuff out. And the stock technicals are better. So if you're just looking at a chart, it's a hell of a lot better looking. Right now, today at eight, than it was at five, and then people say you're nuts. You know, five, I'm already up sixty percent, but at five, you're trying to catch the falling knife. At least it stopped going down here. I think I think it could see ten. So I'm going to say today. I know um, it's eight seventy four, but if you want to make a bet, Joel, I'm going to go on the side of Marcus. I think ride sees ten before Ooh. it sees. You got to knock a dollar twenty five off. So because we're eight seventy five here right now, Lived. so 7.50. 750 versus ten. Want to do it? I'll um, take that any day. Mitch has got Wait. a yeah. case <laughs> off the top <laughs> row. No, the way you from the to I you didn't even you see him coming. From the, from Dude, the top row. From the top row. Jimmy the top row. Superfly Snooker style. You,
1: you can't, you can't what? leave what? up that, that lunch fun, up for the <laughs> chopping.
2: <laughs> what does that even mean? You know, if you win, Mitch, I'm going to factor the lunch from Joel over to you. My <laughs> <laughs> accounts receivable is still pretty high on Joel's lunch. Okay, me and Mitch are in. Dennis He's got seven fifty. dollars I got $10. Let's go. You, I think this actually helped your Fisker trade, though, also. I think it did, yeah.
0: They had that deal with Foxconn, right, to create vehicles in the future, and that was always going to be talked that it was going to be made outside of the United States. If they have a
2: factory or a plant inside the United States, this could actually help that relationship with Fisker. And you're seeing, I think so, because on when Phil Lubeau was talking yesterday, Fisker started rallying too. He was saying some stuff like that as well. So I still like Fisker. We know I'm long Fisker. It's the only small EV play I have, pure speculative capital. So what? me and Mitch got a bet: seven fifty versus ten. Yeah, right. I don't
1: know. It's just this. Wait, wait, suck- wait, wait
0: I'm running a t- Was it t- ten? I don't
1: know. That was just. I don't, don't, know, I don't have a sheet
2: it here. here. It's got to tick. You know what's going to happen? It's going to go like nine ninety eight. This is huge seller. 10 I'll never kiss it. Joel won that one bet with me like that, just touching it.
1: What about Dennis? What was that Jimmy Snicker thing you said? Jimmy there? Superfly Snuka. You don't remember him? WWF off the top rope, <laughs> boom. You know what? We were uh, boy. This is really a quick tangent here. Uh, I was yeah. talking with Dana, That's right. and we were. She was just talking about all the great actors that came out of the uh, WWE, like uh, The Rock, uh-huh. right? So like John Cena. Uh-huh. And then who's the other one? I don't know R- if I
2: call John Cena a great actor. But. Mark
1: Ruffalo? Or Ruffalo? What's his name? Was
2: no. He a, no. He wasn't a wrestler? Whoa, no. There was
1: someone else. And she mentioned all these names. And I said, I go, why do you think to this?" She goes, because oh, wrestling's fake. And I said, well, what do you think about the, you know, are, are we going to have all these UFC fighters in like 10 or a couple of them in 10, 15 years being like, Actors and movie stars? I don't think so. So what's that company they're, they're that bought
3: they're, UFC? UFC? They already are.
1: Who's e- that company that bought UFC? Endeavor, EDR. How's Endeavor. that doing? Well,
0: they're doing great because now, now they're in sports betting. So Ooh, great.
1: 29. What's going sports on at 29? Whoo! That's a number there.
2: Speaking of sports betting, when's DKNG going to stop going down? I tried it long, and I got stopped out. I kind of <laughs> still want to be long, but it won't stop going down. <laughs> One more quick. My target is going straight down. I just I got punished because I thought that little level of 50 and a half was going to hold. I was wrong. Went right through it. It stopped there for a day. I had that trade on for two days before I got stopped out. What do what you bet, think? One like, more quick. Sports betting. Joel's t- theory of sports betting being dead is playing out here in DKNG. You know what? I like the Lions getting the points this week. And what? And
1: what's the over/under in that line, Chicago? It might be like nineteen. It is it be, nineteen? The be, over/under. I mean, sad. they had one yard of passing in, Ch- in uh, Chicago last game. I, I, I think the. I'm, How I'm can you even the lions. talk about
2: the lions? I'm probably the, the lions. I should have worn my lions debacle. shirt today
1: instead of my Michigan. Ooh, we're at Wisconsin, so I may be in a bad mood on Monday. We all right, I, I, I'm all bringing
2: guys. us back here. I'm bringing no. us back.
0: Um, we were talking about Disney earlier, and I, I want to go back to that space, but not to Disney, to Netflix. Did you guys see Netflix? We are sure. at, we are at a new all-time high in Netflix. This was Cobra Kai. Uh, I think Netflix got like removed from like the Fang stonks, because it, it it wasn't it wasn't at, at at the cool kids table. Kick kick, kick Netflix away because it wasn't cool anymore. But now it's cool again.
2: Cobra Kai. I
1: love um. This. I heard, I heard I heard Pactor talking about this because they're getting in there, they're getting into gaming now, right? Yeah. And he was on CNBC. He was doing good. We got to get him on, but we have Tim on Mondays. He likes to come on Mondays. And he said that you know, people used to watch, you know, three, four hours of TV a day, right? and no one really thought anything of it, right? Uh well now I, I never watch that much TV, but um, he's saying now they're watching some TV, but they're you know, people. His age are, are gaming And so he thinks it makes sense for Netflix and that you know it's Going to help him down the line I, I You know I could take you know the other side of that coin, but he would he was sounded pretty positive on Netflix here. So we'll have to get Mr. Pactor on again soon. I mean, so you getting hit on
2: some bids here?
1: Uh we hit 4320 and I'm a quarter. Trying
2: to work in and out of some stuff, but it's you is, can leave uh, if you this want. This is a challenging morning. I will tell you that much. <laughs> and obviously, when you're long in your overnight portfolio of Moderna and Regeneron, it's gonna be a challenging morning, <laughs> which, which continues to be very challenging, but um, yeah, we have seen so much chop here today. Um, uh-huh. Again, you are seeing separation, though, and you are seeing a sneaky reopening trade here. Um, IWM is starting to separate from the SPY. It's starting to lift. It's been slow, though. It hasn't really you know, jumped out. But the airline's clearly higher. The cruise oh. line's clearly higher. And you're starting to see some tech stocks uh, start to show some weakness because don't forget – you got, if everybody's going back and doing their normal thing, they're not staying at home on their Facebook and they're not staying at home. you ride riding their Peloton, which is trading in the red. And they're probably not doing as many Zoom meetings, but Zoom is up because of this 5'9. I think this is now another fabulous opportunity to sell Zoom. I still Look hate at, Zoom.
1: Merck snuck over 82, Dennis. I, snuck over 82. I, I bored, should have said that. Paper, yeah. And now, oh. oh. When, when,
0: when Dennis said a half hour ago he wouldn't chase it, I should have stepped in and said, no, I would chase it, but I didn't say anything. But Should uh,
1: I? Oh, man, I don't know. Hey, Dennis, high, high of the day in in Merck? Uh,
2: For, it it uh, could be. I wouldn't chase no. it, like I said. I'm long it, so I'm completely talking against my buck here.
1: I wish I had, I'm going to have to check my portfolios. I don't think I have Merck. In you don't any. even know I if you own
2: Merck in the long-term portfolio. Yeah. You check your portfolio a lot when you don't know which stocks you own. Well, because I'll sell them if I look at them. Well, that's the truth, I, I and mean, that's the problem. That's why I don't log into my long term. Por- but I kind of still know what I own. But I I try not to log into my long term portfolio. Like I log in there like once every few weeks. I What's try that
1: data? That What's end? that data that came out at eight thirty? I think it's the data culprit here. Uh, did we have? Yeah, we, we had yeah. some kind of I'm like. I yeah, had we, 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 had a, we had a bunch of stuff.
0: Eye. We had a but we had like personal spending. I mean, you know. if
1: this
2: what if this market goes red today?
1: Okay. No, why, why couldn't it?
2: We were red. We were red all morning. This when did this news come out? When did the Merck news come uh, out? I think just go to the chart. Six a.m. I think. I could I could tell but you. We were the... still red. We didn't rally right off the hop. That's Merck rallied. When did the Merck news break? I'll tell six you. I, I we were totally... way down at six o'clock. It did not just all of a sudden blast off into orbit. On I think Merck is a catalyst, but it took an hour. It was a good hour after that before we went positive. We were down at 6 a.m. We were down. We like were down a lot. I in. know.
1: I, I was looking at it. Yeah. I was like,
2: holy mackerel. There like, was an opportunity there for sure if you were quick and just saying, right hey, I think eventually we're going to start to turn around because of this Merck news. I don't think this is a driver for the overall market. I think this is more of a driver for the airlines, the cruise lines, and the reopening stocks. And I actually think this is a bad, this is not good for you know your tech stocks. I honestly think that. So if it you're coming in out, buying tech stocks this like, on this Merck news, I think you're on the wrong side of the trade.
1: It came out at six oh one.
2: Okay, we we were down at that, and we and we were down at six thirty. We were still hard in the red. We didn't have a we didn't have a hardcore rally off that Merck data. Okay,
1: yeah, I, I think well, well it, Merck, uh, yeah, it's six oh one, there you go. That's when they start. This is the one minute. You guys know I don't like going to the one minute, but I did it for you. So let's go back to the ESZ21 at 6.01. Where were we? Boom, 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 boom. Right here. Well, I mean, we. yeah, you're right, Dennis. You're right. Here's 6.01. I was trading. Right? I know. 4,274. And then we gave a pullback on it. I don't know. If we go red today why not? Uh,
2: off this, I mean, why, why not? not? This isn't like... There's a lot of other issues happening. It wasn't that's what covid. I you okay, okay, okay. Listen, okay. let's that's stop for a second.
1: Okay, that's what Joel said.
0: that's exactly what Joel said. And and my and you're you're both right. There's there's inflation and supply chain this and yeah. and labor shortage that but it this can all drug isn't
2: helping that. But,
0: yeah, that's not gonna yeah. help. Yeah. But but it can all be traced back to COVID, right? That's that no, was okay. the genesis of all this in the first place.
1: Yeah, does this make China all of a sudden like uh bullish? You know, you're gonna run out and buy Alibaba.
2: Okay. And, and b- before anyone Does be Alibaba clear? go down? The only consistent trade out there mm-hmm. is stock market goes up, Alibaba goes down. Stock market <laughs> goes down, Alibaba goes down. It's the <laughs> only thing that's consistent. <laughs> Baba goes down every bloody day. It's when true. does Baba go b- up? B- it's today. It's got the good news. We got the Marvel market. and Baba's down again. Sometimes China stocks are up. Not Baba. Not today, You know China what? I'd be. It's worth it to send
1: somebody to China and then just look for Jack Ma. And then if we where find, is Jack Ma? If you find Jack Ma, you just start lifting offers. Joel, do head. you volunteer back to this again? We don't. what you say, Jack
0: Ma Joel? Are you volunteering? Is that what that is?
1: Uh no. I, okay. I don't know. Leave the state, maybe.
0: We gotta call Dog the
2: Bounty Hunter
0: to go yeah, get that, duck that's, that's a great idea, Mitch. That's what we should do. I think Dog is a little busy right now, uh, but yeah, we should we should get Dog. TV got, show? Uh, is that
1: a TV show?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's he's. Never mind. Um, wait. Oh, you know what? I was, Dennis was talking about the reopening stocks. I will kindly bring Airbnb to your attention this morning. Uh, it is a stock that I am long. Talking my book a little bit, but uh, okay. how,
1: yeah. That was the one stock. That I gave when we did it at our event. When when was that? Our first event? Um,
0: it was it was a month uh, a month ago.
1: A little over a month. How come I can't remember the day? What's wrong with me?
0: It was it was
1: August. It was August. It was August twenty first. But, oh. Man, you know, quite quite a dip after that. But anyways, yeah, Airbnb, do you have some news on it today? What's
0: going no, on? No, no, no news. It's just reopening stocks. That's all I was saying.
1: You know who, who? Uh, you know, sometimes, and I write these up sometimes in my uh, uh, in my pre-market prep stock of the day. Sometimes the analysts get it right, and then sometimes it's the biggest fate in the world. And I think Mitch got stopped out on this day here, and that was a Goldman Sachs downgrade right here and they stopped everybody out i remember that i'm sure mitch remembers but this was yeah and i remember it traded down to 155 then it closed at one sixty thirty two and i'm like wow that thing bounced five bucks off the low never never even sniffed it, it since this
2: so. is the market that you're you're actually doing a lot better if you're not using stops <laughs> and when you're <laughs> chopping around because think about what a stop really is you know, a stop is, you know, when the stock starts going down, you're selling the dip is really what you're doing, in essence, using a stop. I'm not saying advocating against stop orders, but I am saying that in a, in a contrarian market, in a fading market, you're kind of getting stopped out on everything. Same thing with your affirm trade, Spencer. If you wouldn't use stops, you'd be way up right now. So, not again, not advocating against stops. It's the way we protect. Uh, our it sounds like you are to me. <laughs> But but in a, in a contrarian market, which is what we're in right now, where you're selling the rip and buying the dip, a stop is, in essence, selling the dip. So, I mean, it's, I always find it better to, like, manage it, but I'm sitting here, so I don't have to use stops. Like I say, I got stopped out, but really, it's a mental stop, and I, I work the trade when it hits a thing, then I might work it a little bit. But at the same time, if you're not at your de- desk 24 hours a day, seven days or five days a week, um, you probably need to use stops just to manage the risk. Yeah. And again, I was away from the computer all week, so that's that's how
0: yeah, you didn't really have a choice. That's how I managed to risk. Uh there's not great Wi-Fi at the beach.
1: And you know what? And you uh you didn't go to um services on Young Kipper. So
0: Whoa, whoa, I absolutely did. You did? I went you at night. It? I went at night. Both nights. Oh, Which th- rushy you missed? Yeah, that, yeah, that, I missed that yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, missed that one. Anyway, okay. Hey, it's eight fifty-two on a Friday. It's ticker time. Drop your tickers in the chat. We will take a look, and then for the next eight minutes, we will look at whatever you want to look at here. And so let's see what we got in the chat. Uh, start. A, a lot of these. We we talked about that
2: yesterday. We're talking about it every day. It's been a good stock, but all right, I don't. It's getting it's getting tired, Joel. It's been such a run on Upstart. Look at August: one hundred and thirty-three dollars to three hundred and sixteen. It says like nosebleed territory. You're up at the top of Mount Everest. Are we going to fall off the cliff? or Are we going to continue to climb? How high are we up? Are, are we? At, have we seen the peak of Mount Everest, or does it continue? Upst.
1: I know. Yeah, I was looking at a firm there. Uh, uh, you can look
2: at that. That goes right with it.
1: Uh, p- 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 um. Um. Well, you had a little dip here, right? You hit uh, hit 346. We looked at this yesterday. You had a 42-point 42, 42 move, 21. I'm still looking at this 325. And I remember doing this from yesterday. 325. That's halfway back. That's what you need to clear, or else you got some more work to do on the downside. And then I also remember saying this: uh, the old time closing high is what I would focus on here. If you're really worried about the stock, or you're thinking of selling it, the old time closing high. Ooh, that's way up there at uh, 3634. Or so I don't know. Got to clear 325 closing basis. I think you take out the 304 low.
0: A couple people asking about FedEx here. Has it bo- has bottomed is the question. You know
1: what? We forgot to ask Mark about his FedEx theory. Because yeah. you know, he was like, you know, FedEx. Yeah.
2: I know. I sold this at 260 and My it went bag. to 320. And I'm like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Now it's feeling at 220. And I'm like, oh, I'm feeling better about that sale now. <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly. This is just the, the the classic case of when you have a stock in a downtrend and it gaps down on earnings, they don't bounce back, back as easy as a stock in an uptrend gapping down on earnings. Very basic, simple, but you can see classic case, you have overhead supply gaps down, they've caught even more people and has continued to leak. It is oversold on every probably you know indicator you can look at. So eventually it will probably have a bounce where that bounce happens. Who knows? Trying to call the day, people have been trying to call the day for the last seven days. And it goes down every day. Valuation's attractive. I don't think FedEx is going away. They are obviously, you know, we, we, there's a number of issues hitting them as well. Two hundred, I think I might reload. it. Yeah, that's portfolio. halfway back
1: from the March low. Yeah, maybe two hundred. I, I yeah. it's all on my
2: watch list to reload it though.
1: It's been down like eight out of ten sessions, and the top oh, sessions man. have been. Jets minuscule uh, and so I don't know I mean you can lean on the low here uh and just keep an eye on the daily highs uh, you're not even at yesterday you know make sure you get if you, you know if you're trading this today and you think this is the bottom end make sure it clears twenty three seventeen uh, that was a high yesterday you haven't even sniffed that yet in the pre-market
0: all right I saw a someone here yesterday asking about uh, Corsair so we'll go we'll go to uh Ogun in the chat uh CRSR. He's asking
2: about, oh, man, these gaming stocks. Nice support, ugly trend. So I'd say if you want to take a shot, you think you're going to have turnaround Friday here on a lot of the stocks that have had the crap kicked out of them. This is video games. Remember, this is a reopening trade. It's, you know, this isn't a reopening stock. This is more of a stay-at-home play. So it's maybe not the data strike, but I will say 25 bucks is major support. So as long as you're above 25 that would be my out. It starts going through 25 I would sell it if it goes below 25. Uh, I'll just say uh, good, good uh, levels
1: there. Monthly support. 25.01 was your low in August, September 25.62. Maybe, you know, getting some of the big boys step up here. That's, that's about all I have to say on uh,
0: Corsair. All right. Hi, right, Sun Power SPWR. There was a headline last night. They are being added to the S and P wait 500. Right. Did I, did I remember that correctly? Yes. Uh, uh no, the S and P Midcap 400 is, is what. There's I'm sorry, I I butchered that. Uh, yeah, SunPower uh being added to the S and P Midcap 400 effective. Yeah. What is that? The fifth effective. What's that? Tuesday. Mon- no, that's Monday. Effective Monday. No, it's not. It's, Triple I'm, D. I'm long
2: SunPower in the long term portfolio, and for a swing trade, I was leaning on oh. the lows. Um, the long term portfolio holding will not get sold. I'm in from six bucks and I don't want to realize the gain. Um, the short term swing, which I bought, uh, I, I've been all over the place in this thing. I think I bought around 21 and a half or 22. Nice. Um, I was leaning on that low of the move, 20 and a half. The short term swing, I might lighten that up. I haven't decided here. We'll see what happens today, but um, I wouldn't be chasing it up here. Again, talking against my book. I'll probably sell the swing. I'm holding the long-term shares though.
1: Twenty-five and a half, and you almost got there in the pre-market. So uh, after hours, excuse me. So that's a that's a big level. Uh, Twenty-five and a half. After that, you start. You know, you work way in this candle. But that's all I got for you. Twenty-five and a half in SPWR.
0: We'll do one more. We'll do Adobe here. It's kind of the same thing as FedEx, right? Earnings stock crushed. No, Off-cat. no,
2: completely different because well, Adobe. Adobe that- was in a clear uptrend when they got hit on their earnings report. All right, but so same, same completely category. different animal. Fine. But what you have seen is Adobe is trading with a higher multiple and you have seen multiple contraction. You have seen tech starting to get hit, but again, trying to find life. So it is that in that way, Spencer, I'll agree with you. It's, oh, um, thank it's you. straight <laughs> down since earnings reports. So it doesn't matter that it was good or bad in this case. I, I think eventually I, Adobe gets bought just because it always does. Kramer wow. was saying that every time Adobe dips, if you're long-term, you know, it seems like you're happy that you bought the dip, but it's a hell of a dip now. You're talking about a stock that's 100 points off its highs. It's not cheap stock, though, I'll tell you that.
1: Uh, it's, it took out the low. I mean, that's a big red candle on a monthly, and then you got a big green candle here, so... Not saying it's going to 500 or anything, but I don't know. You took out the low from July. I don't know if you if you want to be bullish, you're saying keep an eye on uh, the close, the month end close at uh, 575, 72. If it holds that for a couple of days, consolidates, then you can lean on it. But uh, one biggest red candle, I think this stock has ever had. Of course, it's in a it's in a higher level, but I don't know. Just looks a little bit i don't know 500. it's hard
2: to just call yeah, it well, I, I, yeah why i yeah there's a lot
1: of other things i'd rather buy than
2: a, yeah they're oh yeah there's a lot better setups for sure all right
0: that's going to be a wrap for pre-market prep today. you made it lettuce
1: did you I, just let everything just simmer or what did you? Know. Do?
2: i'm trying to figure it out so basically <laughs> i'm oh i'd be okay if i didn't have regeneron and moderna in the in the overnight portfolio Regeneron's on my long-term portfolio. It's not going anywhere. But I've already sold the the, the overnight trade because it was obviously, you know, overnights, like I said, you got to get rid of them all. So I ate 25 points on Regeneron, and I ate basically here because it really didn't give me much of a chance. And I ate myself 18 points on Moderna on the overnight portfolio. Hard to recover from that. Even though I had, I think, 70 overnight stocks, when you get two or three that you lose 5% on, it's going to be a tough day from an arbitrage perspective so
1: well it's friday so uh we'll be in touch with you i'm gonna hop off and uh missed a lot of symbols there join me on uh pre-market prep plus and uh spencer i'll be back with you later on
0: dennis thanks see you later joel dennis it's friday and hockey's back so it can't be the the day can't be that bad
2: my uh my girl plays. The four year old plays oh. tonight and tomorrow. The boy, six year old boy, plays uh, tomorrow. So right. actually, it's it's fun to watch because when that the one thing in Ontario though, which I don't like, and you know, on uh, Ontario people might know, is they changed. Like when, when my boy was playing, when he was four years old, it was all other four year olds. They've merged them all, uh, so they got literally three years of birthdays all on the ice for the same year in this initiation. Uh, so it's four, scary. five, and six year old all on the ice together now they've separated them because it's not fair that my four-year-old is you know going you know playing hockey with a six-year-old kid's been playing for two years and she's still learning how to skate they kind of separate them on the ice and stuff but i liked it better when uh when my boy spencer was playing because he was out just with other four-year-olds and it was kind of you know going so
0: all right dennis have a good rest of your day i hope it turns around for you everyone that's gonna be a wrap for here uh, for us here today